Welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, we're going to do a quick catch up and talk a little bit about what's going on and then do some Reddit questions and discussion on, shoot, I just closed one, on some Reddit Reddit topics. Oh my God. So before we get started, Sarah, how's it going? Anything crazy going on? Okay, well, first of all, I feel like I have to uh, address one of our concerned Oh, you're scabies. Listeners. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we got our first email from someone from from that listened to the podcast. Um, their email address wasn't their name, so I don't know how to say thank you for respond or sending us an email. Um, stupid. But uh, it was about Sarah and her scabies, which I don't have. So let me let me reassure you and everyone else that this is what James does. Okay, he says that it's way worse than it is. You you'll hear him throughout the podcast asking me if it's herpes. Okay, it is never herpes. It is not Except for what it is. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I do not have any of those things. I found out why I was itchy. Okay. I have developed an allergy to lavender. And the reason I found this out is because I was super ultra depressed and I didn't shower for like four days. <laughs> and then took a shower with my lavender soap. And as soon as I put the lavender soap on, I started getting itchy. And then I noticed. Go ahead. And then I noticed that um, when I'm around lavender at work now, because, you know, I work at a massage place, so we're around lavender a lot because it's quote unquote calming and soothing. Okay. Uh, I have started sneezing and feeling itchy, and my nose starts running whenever we're running the lavender through the diffusers. So. I'm not allergic to lavender. I just don't like the way it smells. I think it stinks. And that's that's fair. Everybody has their own different opinion, but it's true. I, I I do not have scabies. Nobody else around me, like as as was mentioned in the email, um, it's extremely contagious. Um, nobody around me is itchy. Nobody else. Nobody at work. And like if it if I got it from work. Uh, that uh, other people would be experiencing it as well. Nobody else is experiencing what I've been experiencing. So, listener from, um, I don't, well, it says you were in Oregon, but it says you were in an Airbnb in Oregon. Um, but your email address is Archer System Sucks. Uh, but thank you for the correspondence. Sarah does not have scabies, so she says. <laughs> oh and, my it, God. and it's just an allergic reaction to a soap that she uses. So congratulations, Sarah. You uh, and the email said, "Damn it, Sarah, get your ass to a doctor." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh man, all right, somebody, somebody's really, really listening." Um, <laughs> or they saw the the title of the last episode because it was now yeah. about that Sarah has scabies. <laughs> I know because you're terrible. I know. Anyway, anyway, other than that, um, everything's going pretty well. I failed my Texas history exam. Like, failed it, failed it. Wow. Um, I got a 35. My, to be fair, though, I, I got my dates mixed up. And so I thought it was due a different day than it was. And so... I started it with very little time to go. Um, But yes, so the good news is my professor is really nice and is letting me redo redo it. So I'm working on that this evening. Hmm. What about you? How are things? They're going good. We had um, a Halloween party at work last night. So we played some games. I got um, wrapped up like a zombie, not a zombie, a mummy. Um, and then we watched Crimson Peak. Um, 
and I lusted over Tom Hiddleston the entire time. That's a fun, that's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. Like, there's a few things that I wish had been, like, given more exposition. Um, Like, I wish we'd gotten to get to know Alan, her doctor friend, a little bit better. Yeah. But, like, it's a really good movie. So, if you've never seen it, I I recommend Crimson Peak. Um, Guillermo del Toro directed and wrote the script. So, and, like, my favorite thing to tell people about Crimson Peak is that Tom Hiddleston actually fought for, the, like, the scene where he shows his butt. Um, because originally they were going to have one of the, one of the girls be naked. And he was just like, you know what? Women are always having to be naked in Hollywood. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Well, they don't have I, to be naked. I'll do it. I, I have to pause. Bobo needs to go out. Oh no. Okay. Be right back. Okay. So you're talking about Tom Hiddleston and his butt scene. Yes. And his butt scene. And, um, when it was getting ready time to film that scene, where his booty is out. Um, Guillermo del Toro came up to him and was just like, all right, it's time to get naked. (laughs) (laughs) And I just think about that every time. So, but also it's just a really, it's just a really good movie. Yeah, it is. I really do enjoy that movie. Um, so I mean, for me, I haven't really done, I mean, it's been a busy week for work. Uh, we had our GROW graduation, which is our development program. Um, we had 10 participants graduate on Tuesday. Nice. So we were there doing that until like just after 8 p.m. So then I had to drive back home. And then Wednesday, I don't know if you I don't know if you follow me on or if you have used your looked at your LinkedIn or follow follow very closely. But um, we I was in. I was a guest at the Chamber of Commerce for Quincy. They had an event that they hosted where our CEO and president of the board um, was speaking about Boston Scientific and the impact that it has on Quincy. Mm. Love that. So I went to that on Tuesday. It was at 730 in the morning. So I didn't, not only did I get home and get to bed late, but I got home and had to do something for school. So I was working on that until midnight and then I had to get up at 5 a.m. Oh, whoops. So another busy week this week. And then we just met today about the Pride um, ERG in Quincy. And we're having some events starting next week. Um, we talked about it on the last podcast. And then... Other than that, it's been like just work stuff. We were work, editing. Work, 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 work. We were editing some of the photos that were taken at the Grow graduation, and <laughs> I did. So I was in one of the pictures, so I gave my camera to someone, and he took pictures. And it was there were three pictures that he took of the group of us. It was all of the graduates, my boss, and then me. Mm-hmm. And of the three. <laughs> None of them were usable <laughs> because in the one where everybody was like situated where they weren't moving around, um, two people, one of them had their eyes closed. One of them was looking down and then the other two, someone was moving around in the picture. So they, they weren't in the picture, but I was able to take two different pictures and crop the leftmost side of it out and then just glue the other one in. So I did some sorcery at work with a picture on Wednesday. Love that. And you couldn't even really tell unless you were looking for it specifically. There you go. Other than that, it's been, I mean, just regular, regular work. I um, talked to our site VP on at the Grove graduation about our electric cars and his experience with electric cars. And I, it was a lot of conversation this week about my car and how I like it and how how different it is from driving a gas car. I love that for you. Fun times. Sounds like it. Well, you want to jump into some of these Reddit 
questions slash topics and it is there's no theme to this it's just i found some random ones that i thought would be interesting to talk about and um just chose from there but first i want to get into or i want to talk and i'm gonna find their email address and i have to email it because it's driving me crazy every time they talk about it so shane dawson has a podcast it's called the shane dawson podcast i don't i don't know what else if it's called something else but that's what it is and they talk about it every time and there's like this conspiracy he had he always talks about conspiracy theories and there's this one where they are talking about febreze whether it's spelled with two e's or one e and they like they look online and apparently like this last episode <clears throat> they had someone that works at febreze or works for procter and gamble who owns the febreze company or the febreze merchant or product and they said that there are, are like in the algorithm it's spelled with two e's and i'm like well yes <laughs> and it drives me crazy because every time it's like if they if you search for it and you spell it with two e's it comes up and it's like it yeah of course it does they have to put it in because people will spell it wrong so they're they put in in like the search like the i don't know what they're called like trigger words or keywords that they use they include every single spelling that someone could have. So if you spell it with an S, F-E-B-R-E-E-S-E, -E -E, it will come up because that's the way that they triggered it or they put in those keywords so that any way that someone could potentially spell it wrong, it will come up under that search. <laughs> but they keep talking about how it switched from, it used to be spelled F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E, -E -E, but now it's spelled F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. -E. There's only one E. Like, it's, I don't think it's ever been spelled with two E's, or if it has, I don't know why they decided to change it, but who cares? <laughs> Just a weird conspiracy or a weird, like, what are they called? Mandela effect. Yes. But that was my first thing that I wanted to talk about. And I'm going to have to find their email address and email and be like, listen, girls, <laughs> calm down. Right? No kidding. That was the little rant that I wanted to go on. And then I also had like another question that I came up with that I put in there. But we can talk about uh, these questions first. As soon as my computer looked me log in to reddit no oh, i'm not logged in how are you able to look at some of these things then i just clicked on the link and it took me to them it said that they were over 18 oh i just clicked okay and it let me in oh no it made me it made me log in <sighs> well, that's because you're a child yes because I'm a child. Well, the first one, the question says, what is a job you are absolutely not qualified to do, but you feel like you would be able to, you would be so good at? And I think I would be good at being the speaker of the house. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. Because bitches would never get away with anything and and that goes for both sides it's like if either side is speaking out of turn or they're not they're getting off top topic that gavel would come down so quickly right right like it's so ridiculous right now and right now there's no house speaker because well there's a interim house speaker who can't really do anything and then they're supposed to start voting on Tuesday of who the new speaker is when last time it took them 15 votes and several days before they finally um, confirmed McCarthy as the speaker and now he's ousted and he said he won't run again so dumb so dumb what about you what is a job that you're absolutely not qualified to do but feel like you would do so well? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's probably quite a few jobs that I could do that I'm not qualified for. 
I could definitely be a teacher and I don't have qualifications for that. Yeah. Oh, did you see that email I sent you? Um, it was yesterday. No. When did you send it yesterday? I was messaging you about it. I sent it at the time I messaged you. Oh, the... Yes, I read that email. Why? It had links to a job. Yes. I did I did look at those those okay. links to the jobs. And I didn't I didn't know if that company was any like I it it is in Texas, but I don't know like based on where you are if there's anything close to you. I haven't seen anything like that here. Um but you know, worst case scenario. I mean, well, in the link there's like it shows you the locations like you can choose the locations near you and it'll show you what job openings they have if there are any if there aren't any then just disregard it um i think the other thing that i i i think i would be good at and i'm not super qualified or uh, would be to like host a talk show that would be fun i think i would love to host a talk show same and it's kind of like what we do here but we don't have guests and we just talk to each other <laughs> I mean, we could get more guests. We could, but no one wants to come on to our, our podcast because we're not known. Well, we just have to get people that aren't super known either. <laughs> um, That's clearly and, the solution. Yeah. Um, I also, with without any uh, qualifications, think that I would be a really good porn star. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what qualifications do you have to have to be a porn star, really, though? I mean, you gotta have some stamina, because, like, you know, you're not gonna get the the perfect shot the first time. So. Nice. I don't know. I just think I I could do it. (laughs) Alright, so the next one is a question, but it also comes with a little story. Um but I don't know if I can see the entire story because I'm not logged in. Mm-hmm. I can only see, well, I can see portions of it. Let me see. Let me log in. Un momento, por favor. Okay. Yeah, there was a little bit that was hidden. Um, So it's, how do I handle a coworker who won't stop talking about sexual stuff? And the little um statement underneath it says, I, 20 female, have a coworker that is constantly talking about sexual stuff and it's really starting to make me uncomfortable. I don't think I'm a prude or anything, but like most people have certain things that I'd rather not talk about with my coworkers, sex being one of them. For some context, we work in a setting that is supposed to be very professional. I do my best to maintain the expectation while also being friendly with my coworkers. And until now, it's been it's never been an issue. This coworker is about six to seven years older than me and is male to female trans. This is relevant. She is pretty early in the, her transition and is consistently talking about how horny the hormones are making her, um, how it's affecting her genital, genitalia, etc. Um, I'm supportive, but it is not information that I need to know. She's also always talking about her sexual escapades with various people. She's poly and has like 16 partners. She has also made sexual comments about one or more of our female coworkers, which is really where I draw the line. I politely but firmly told her that I prefer not to talk about that stuff at work, but she won't stop doing it. It's also worth mentioning that we had another super weird interaction where she said didn't, she didn't like, like me at first. She said she didn't like me at first. Okay, thank you. You're a lesbian and lesbians don't like to have sex with trans girls. Like what? <laughs> Uh, This was within our first week of working together. When do I involve my boss and how do I even and how would I even go about having that conversation? Okay, so my suggestion is this. It sounds like, well, first of all, that that lesbian comment was unnecessary because there are tons of lesbians out there who are not transphobes. No, <laughs> there's there's tons of them out there, um, and including myself. <laughs> um, so that's just a weird interaction to have, like right off the bat. Even if we are in the same community, like that's 
not okay. Um, but like the rest of it sounds like your coworker thinks that y'all are really friends besides just being coworkers. Um, so maybe approach it from that direction. Like, Hey, you know, I understand that you're going through this big significant change in your life and that you consider me, um, someone that you're comfortable discussing that with, but I'm not currently comfortable discussing that. And I don't feel that our relationship is close enough for me to feel comfortable discussing that. Yeah. I mean, I think, go go ahead. ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm friends with most of my coworkers. So yeah, there's times where we, where we talk about stuff that normally would not be appropriate for coworkers to be talking about, but we also know when to not do that. And it just sounds like this person just doesn't know when to not Yeah, I think my biggest issue is they've already stated that it makes them uncomfortable and they really don't want to have this conversation at work. Mm -hmm. So it's already because the person continues to push through and have these conversations, it's already past the line where you shouldn't you should be including your supervisor. Yeah, for sure. And like your boss should know and at least be aware that this is happening and they should step in and remove the like not remove the person obviously like have the conversation with your coworker, saying this stuff needs to stop at work if you're outside of work and you have this conversation with your friends that's fine and their coworker, they happen to be your coworker, but it's outside of work that's fine these are things that you shouldn't these are conversations you shouldn't be having at work especially if you work in a professional environment really I mean, really any environment where you're at work, this conversation shouldn't be happening if someone has already stated it makes them feel uncomfortable. Right. Regardless, I mean, I don't I don't think the male to female trans conversation was relevant. I mean, you could have just said that they were on um, hormones that make them make them super sexually charged. And yeah, that would have been enough. I don't think that was super, super relevant in this conversation, but I understand why you included it or the caveat that, that you included. They were on hormones and it makes them sex, makes them sexually charged and they any, but like, like the same thing happened. Like if you, if it were to be a male, they were be, to be having this conversation as well. I mean, it's, I mean, really either way it's considered, considered sexual harassment. That's true. Either way, it's considered sexual harassment. And it should be noted that just because this person is female does not mean that um, they can't sexually harass other females. No. Or do stuff that's considered sexually harassing. Like, just because you're in a community doesn't mean that you're perfect. Yeah. And really, I mean, you've already done the conversation of having asking them not to have this conversation with you and not to discuss this stuff with you the next step is to get your supervisor involved or your man your boss involved and have the conversation together say hey i respect you as a coworker. i enjoy working with you but these conversations we cannot continue to have because they make me super uncomfortable I just want to make sure it's documented and your super, our supervisor knows our our boss knows Mm -hmm. Um, that way it, it's kind of, you're making it known that it's like, I'm serious. Yeah. We're friends or we're coworkers, we're friendly coworkers, but these conversations shouldn't be happening at at work. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think that was good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do you want to do the next one? Yeah, let me get the next one. I only pulled up the first two because my computer oh. was like, you have to log in. Right. So let me let me open up the next one. Do, 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 do. I'm here with your elevator music today, as you can see. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, I saw a TikTok that was like, if um, millennials chose like elevator or the like hold music, and it was a very inappropriate <laughs> song. You know. Okay, so... This says, should I be worried about nudes I posted online without my face? 
Hi, I'm a 21-year-old female and I posted nudes online anonymously. I had a Reddit account about a year ago where I posted nudes only to one subreddit. I tried to make up a name and use an email nobody knows I have. My photos don't show my face, hair, hands, or background ever. I've recently deleted the photos and account. However, <clears throat> reverse image search tells me it's still up on some mirrored sites. I've managed to delete some, but not all. One image has even been on Tumblr for eight months and has thousands of views slash likes, which I'm kind of shocked by how fast things spread, but oh well. Those are the consequences of posting online. But I'm also kind of glad things have been up for months and so far nothing has been linked back to me. This is, however, always going to be a concern for me, though, because I know it's out there. I did it for fun at the time, no shame in the pics themselves, but would rather not have friends and family find out. My work lately is requiring me to be more in the public eye, and I've put some things on hold because I'm a little embarrassed about these photos somehow being linked to me. Should I be worried about these or just let it be buried on the internet? Which... This one's kind of hard because generally speaking, I would say that you're fine. Um, like, I don't think that your work is going to go digging that far that they would be able to find anything in the first place. Um, but, you know, I also have nudes up on the Internet. So. So here is my general statement for anyone that posts nudes on the internet even if you delete them they're never gone anything you post on the internet is always there forever no matter what someone can screenshot it someone can grab it and post it other places that you don't know about so always think before you post and if you are going to post something think about what it's going to look like in the next few years that being said, I don't think just based on kind of how you said you posted it and the fact that like it, you don't have, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming based on the, the content that you included, there's no like images in the background that you can see that can be linked back to you. You don't have, it sounds like you don't have any tattoos that are visible that can, someone can look at and say, oh, there, this is your tattoo. This is you. Um, I think you're okay. But again, like I don't see... <laughs> I don't see the issue in it. Um, I, I think nudes are fine. I just think, again, when you're posting things, be careful and think to yourself, do I want someone to see this in the future? Like for my job, is my job going to see this? And what would what would happen if my job did? So going forward, just think about that. And I mean, you used an account that isn't linked to you and nobody knows you have. So right, I think you're so fine. I, I think everything's going to be fine. Yeah. This one is dumb. This one is dumb? I mean, I okay, I'll say that with the caveat that I haven't read the statement. Um, I just read the question. Um, but the question is, why does my girlfriend say I never talk to her even though we talk all the time? What is going on here? Um, so the statement says, she and I have been together a couple of years now and things have been fine the whole time. We share a deep emotional bond and I've been there for her through real some real tough times like when she was on the outs with her family. I always tell her about my day when she asks and she could explain to someone else what I do for work. But I'm not the one. Wait, but I'm not one of the, these assholes who expects my girlfriend to be his full-time therapist and just trauma dumps all over her all the time. Unpaid emotional labor isn't, ain't cool. <laughs> I like that. That's true. And, uh, and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Recently had to go under the knife for a super minor surgery. I wasn't getting a knee replacement done or anything. And I just, and I didn't have, it didn't even stay overnight. Only had to be off work for a couple weeks. Uh, construction so they work in construction apparently but I could still do some DIY projects so it ain't like I was bed bound uh, point is I didn't send my life it didn't send my life into a tailspin didn't even tell most of my crew except the guys who gave me a lift afterwards so I texted her a couple days before saying I'd have to chill at home that weekend because of this and she freaked out like I was like she I said I was being thrown into the slammer. We didn't get into it, but then she got all worked up about it in a couple a couple weeks later. 
And she brought up how earlier in the relationship, I moved into a new apartment without telling her. Even though we hadn't been together at long, all that long, Jesus, at the time, and we never talked moving in together. Uh, We live together now and she's never brought this up. Uh, Where's all this coming from? I don't think she's crazy or nothing. That's not grammatically correct. But this is so weird. I'm not some manipulator who expects my girlfriend to carry all my emotional labor. She's definitely less stressed than she would be with than she would be otherwise. Any idea? Um Okay, well, first of all. I mean, first of all, a surgery, even like a minor surgery, you should have been telling your girlfriend about it if you didn't like if you didn't tell her like until the day or a couple days before that's a weird conversation especially if you live together like why wouldn't she know that yeah especially if you live together like there's okay so there is such a thing as not (laughs) as doing too much um so here's here's the thing it's really awesome that you don't want to put that emotional labor on your girlfriend and that you're not expecting her to do any emotional labor for you. Um, But there's situations where there's mutual labor, which is what you should be working on. It's, I think it's really weird that you didn't tell your girlfriend that you were moving, even if it was super new in the relationship, like, Nick and I got together when I was moving and the first time. And so like, I don't think that's weird. Like telling people that you're moving. Yeah. Especially if it's like brand new, like why? And okay. If it's brand new and like, they've never even been to hit their apartment. Why would they need to know? Like why? Like that's, that's not a conversation that, necessarily needs to happen it kind of depends hold on it kind of depends on your communication style if you're not the type of person that likes like tells everybody everything like you don't think some things like oh i'm moving is relevant especially if like you you're just getting to know someone sometimes if and people could take it as your you're moving saying you're moving is like oh i'm going through this i'm moving i have to deal with all this stuff um so it's like oh you're bragging or you're being annoying about whining about moving i know the face sarah the face stop it (laughs) i don't think it necessarily needed to happen and that's one of the things like if it's very early in the the relationship it doesn't i don't think that part of it really matters this big thing like i'm having surgery that's a different conversation (laughs) I feel like, I feel like, first of all, okay, here's where I think I'm getting a little frustrated with the person who wrote this, <laughs> is because they conflated, they conflated in this thing where they were talking about how he had moved into a new apartment without telling her. He puts in there and never talked to moving in together. I don't think she was wanting to know because you're moving in. She wanted to move in together. But because that's an aspect of your life that she wanted to be a part of. Like, to me, it sounds like... And and I'm saying this from the point of view of somebody who's been in a relationship kind of like this. Of... You know, you can't say that you have a deep emotional bond if you can't even bring up to your partner that you're having surgery more than a couple of days in advance. I don't know that that's true. I, and here's why I say this. Because, okay, he might think that they have a deep emotional bond, but that's not that's not deep and has almost nothing to do with the emotional aspect of bonding. The The thing is, is that if you're in a relationship with somebody that you share a deep emotional connection with, you're not hiding things or like, you know, you're taking into account somebody else's viewpoint on something being important. 
He says he didn't think that this was important at all, so he doesn't mention it. But that doesn't mean that it's not important. You got to think about like the other person in that situation. Yeah, I think, but I think you're putting your mind in like how you think about it. This guy probably doesn't think about it like that. So like, that's why he's asking this question. So he doesn't, he doesn't see it as, right. And like, he doesn't see it as a big deal. And honestly, if it was, I, I think it's weird, but I can see from his point of view where it's like, oh, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. So I didn't really need to tell anybody. But see, that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to say, though, is like I'm I'm saying it it is actually a big deal. Yeah. And that's why his girlfriend says that they'd never talk is because he's got it in his mind that these big situations like, oh, I'm moving into a new place or, oh, I'm having minor surgery. Yeah. You know, he's like, these are not important things, but they're big life changing things. Like moving is a life change. Having surgery is a life change. These are big life changing things that he's not sharing with somebody that he says that he has a deep emotional connection with. That's why she says she she's obviously not feeling that deep emotional connection. Because she's saying we never talk because I don't know these big, important life changes about you. Yeah, I think it also it depends on her reaction. So we're not really hearing like her side of it where it's saying here's kind of like where I'm feeling or why I'm feeling this way. Mm -hmm. Um, And it could be like what you're saying, where there are bigger things that he just didn't include in this post. And we're assuming it's a him. I'm I'm assuming um, where they haven't communicated i i don't think the moving in thing or the moving thing because it was so early on in the the relationship based on what he said i don't think that that really factors in um but like surgery and then if there's anything else i can understand where if if it's a continuous issue where they don't have the conversation i mean the thing is does she get does she just blow up and just kind of like act like like she just says, oh, you never talk. Well, that's not true, obviously, because you do have conversations. You never right. talk about what. She's not being specific enough about what he doesn't talk about. And that's kind of a, both of them. Like he needs to communicate. I need to know what you mean by I don't talk. And right. she needs to say these types of things like you're having surgery, you're moving to a new place. These types of things I would like to know about because I want to be there if I need to. Right. Like those are like the conversation needs to happen on both sides. <laughs> like he No, I completely say, agree with that. Yeah. I'm just trying to like give from an AFAB perspective. Yeah. Of like that's not communication. That would also bother me. I would be very upset if my if my partner, regardless of their gender, um, if my partner was not telling me like, Oh, I'm having surgery. Yeah. You know, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. And then I don't think I would. I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't that big of a deal. Okay, friend. Do you need anything from me once I found out? And if the answer was no, then just move on. But that's, I mean, I am the type of person where I don't, like, things don't really get on my nerve. Well, that's not true. (laughs) I'm the type of person where if it doesn't like completely shatter something, then it's not that big of a deal. And I can move past it. Like if you can justify the, like your thought process of why it wasn't that big of a deal to not tell me, then sure. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. Like generally speaking, I, I am really laid back and can usually understand like, I'm not going to lie and say, oh, it doesn't hurt my feelings if somebody doesn't tell me something that I would consider important. But like I could also if they're explaining to me like, oh, this is how I felt about it, then I can be like, "Okay, I can see that. Yeah. And that's where the conversation needs to happen, where this is how I felt about it. And then you step in and say, "Okay, well, here's like my perspective and why I wanted to know. Like, I wanted to be able to say, I can be there for you if you want me to. If you don't Mm -hmm. want me to, cool. Just keep me, keep me in the loop about how you're doing and if you need anything from me. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Next question. I think I'm out of 
sync with the questions. Is the next one about what is no longer worth worth it yes. because of how expensive it's become? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. So what is no longer worth it because of how expensive it has become? Living? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Healthcare? Healthcare. Living. Buying a home? I don't, I honestly don't think it's worth it to buy a home right now. I honestly don't think it's worth it to buy a home right now either. I read something the other day that said millennials have kind of given up the idea of purchasing and owning a home because of how insane the market is right now. Yeah. Because it is crazy. It really is. It's it's not a good buying market for anybody right now. Yeah. I was talking to someone here that lives in uh, my apartment complex and she was like, I was looking at a house that was for like $300,000 in the area. And I went and looked at it and it was like a rundown shack. Jesus. For $300,000. Yeah, no. I was reading something the other day where somebody was trying to rent a room in somebody's house for $1,200 a month with no utilities included. That's insane. I, I don't like, understand. For a room. Like, how does that work? Like, do you just split the utilities? Yeah, you just split the utilities. But with them not being included, it's it could just be that it's not as even of a split. No. I just, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I could never live in a place where I didn't have full reign to the entire apartment or to the entire dwelling. Right. Like... I I'm renting a room in a house, but I also I have free reign for the rest of the house here, like at this actual place. Yeah. This was not the situation well, the last place. I think it's more I I don't like where I wouldn't like to live somewhere where if I wanted to, I could just walk around the house naked. That's fair. I don't really necessarily ever want to do that. <laughs> and if I wanted to, I want to live in a place where I have that option. I mean, that's reasonable. I, some... I can walk around naked, at least partially. Yeah. There's some interesting conversations. Like somebody said thrifting has become crazy expensive. Yeah. So I agree. I think some places it is insane. Yeah. The, the, some of these thrifting places have gotten so bougie that it's not really thrifting. It's more like a consignment than thrifting. Yeah. yeah. Well, moving on to the next one. And the next one is... What's really dangerous, but everyone treats it like it's safe? Driving. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> driving. Um especially drinking and driving like there's a lot yeah. of people who have a very um worryingly low fear of drinking and driving um i'm just like mm. <laughs> some of y'all need to think about this a little bit more because this is actually really dangerous yeah i don't understand that that's crazy um i think the other thing would be like not going to a doctor when something doesn't feel right yeah, but that leads back into, like, it's too expensive to go to the doctor. Right. But, I mean, sometimes you have to put your health first, no matter what the expense is. Right. But I'm coming from a privileged air place where I make enough money where it's, I mean, well, that's not true. It's, I'm not going to say that I make enough money to where it's not a big deal if I get, like, an $8,000 <laughs> Dr. Bilks, that's not true. That's definitely not true. <laughs> I would I would have to put it on a credit card or like look into a payment plan or something, but dang. Um but I mean just don't like, pay it. Just don't pay it. Yeah, that's not an option, Sarah. Actually it is. <laughs> I mean with it is with emergency room bills. I never pay emergency room bills. Yeah, but it damages your credit. It actually doesn't damage your credit the way that you think it does does not affect the actual score it just affects whether or not um you have as much borrowing power with um a lender right and technically speaking it violates hipaa for the hospital to sell your information to a debt collector so 
Well, they're not selling your information. They're selling your bill. The bill comes with my information. <laughs> well, the, I, I did hear that if you call and ask them to tell you what the like debt is for and they can't tell you, then you have they have no other option than to just get rid of it. So, I mean, there is that like it's not it doesn't have the information about what the bill is for. It's just there is this this debt that I'm selling to you. I can't give you any information about it. And if you as the person that has the debt calls and says, tell me what this is for, they can't tell you, then they have to wipe it clean. So technically, I mean, technically they can, but that doesn't mean but this is not legal advice. This is not financial advice don't take this <laughs> don't take this that way <laughs> but i'm saying i've, I've covering heard his that, ass right now yeah i have heard that if you if it does come to that you can call the um call the collections agency and they can't actually tell you and then they have to get rid of it i'm sure there's a way that they have that gets around that but there's something <clears throat> this next one is interesting is it acceptable for high school teachers to show nude scenes in movies and TV shows? I grew up in a very strict home. We didn't even intentionally watch that at home. But a few days, but a few of my teachers would casually put movies and TV shows with sexual and nude scenes, um, and they didn't even skip it. The nude scenes showed tits. I hate that word. Isn't that wrong? I highly doubt the principal would accept that. So, yes, it's, they shouldn't be able to show you that because you have to have a parent note. Because I had to have a parental note to see the one version of Romeo and Juliet in high yeah. school. Um, I had to have a parental note for anything that was over, you know, PG-13. So, PG-13 and up. I don't think I had to have a note, but they skipped the scene where it showed the butt. Mm. And then I just went and rented it and saw it later. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. I know that even with a parental note, I'm pretty sure that Mr. Heckman still skipped no. the, the sex scene. Um, I mean, I think it depends on what age you're talking. So if it's like all 18 year olds in the room... I don't think that matters as long as they let them know in advance. Say, like, hey, there is one scene in this. You're all 18 years old. You're technically adults legally. Um, right. If you don't want to see it, I will pause and let you know before it happens. And then we'll move on. Yeah. Like, there definitely should be... It shouldn't be a casual thing for sure. Yeah. But I think it's perfectly fine for high school teachers to show those things as long as there's a notice to the parents if they're under 18 to get like written permission and there's notice to the students to so that they have an option to not be there for those scenes yeah but my my understanding growing up was always that they would still skip those scenes but they had to like send a note for the parents just in case no. Nah. I mean, I like I said, I think it's fine if you're a senior and like 18, then I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, but I mean, if it's the teacher should be able to like they should have they should know the the content that they're putting in their class and they should be able to know in advance, say like give a warning. If it was a shock to the teacher and they didn't even know that it was a thing then that's an issue because it's like what other part of your coursework are you not paying that close attention to right um but i mean ideally the teacher would know all right next one so this next one is would i be the asshole if i tell my roommate's boyfriend what she said about him i have this roommate who on the first night of moving had a breakdown I was confused and stood there while I was helping them with carrying some of their things into their room. She went on rants that she hated all her previous roommates, that she's almost breaking up with her boyfriend, who I met earlier during the move he was helping her, and that she hates her boyfriend's roommates too. Then she went on saying that her boyfriend is almost breaking up with her, but that's okay. Um, 
because he has a small junk and is bad at sex because all he wants is blowjobs. I was shocked. Then she kept going on and said that she told her friends and mom all her relationship problems and they're expecting her to break up with her boyfriend. Again, I was wondering why I was hearing all of this from someone who I don't even know. She said that she loves that her boyfriend went to a prestigious school and makes six figures. Again, I couldn't stop her from talking because she was going on for 80 miles an hour. She still sees him and sleeps with him and joins him for all his events. I came across to his Instagram recently and was conflicted to tell him about all this. Because if I were dating someone and that man is out there talking about my body to God knows who, I would love for someone to let me know. But I also don't want no involvement in this issue. I'm even embarrassed of making this post. I mean, if I think you have your answer, if you're embarrassed making the post even. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, do you really, I mean, first of all, have the conversation with your, your roommate, but like, I don't want to have these conversations with you. They're not like, this is a roommate situation. This is again, another reason I would never have a roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, it's like, I don't feel comfortable having these conversations with you. We're roommates. We're not friends. And if we were friends, even I wouldn't even talk to my friends about this type of thing. Um, and then second of all, if you, you have to think about it like this. Do you want to have that awkward living situation where you told your roommate's boyfriend what she was saying? So now she's living with you and she's going to make your life a living hell <laughs> because of right. the conversation you told her boyfriend what she was saying behind his back. I do think maybe like slip something like, oh, maybe you should pay closer attention to how your girlfriend treats you type of thing to the boyfriend. Or like if it's like, (laughs) like if they're over drinking and you just slip like, oh, I heard you, you have a small penis or something like something like that, where it's like in conversation, but it's not like you're sneaking and telling him, did you hear, did you know that she was saying this behind your back type of thing? Right. Like if she's just cavalier about it when you're moving in, you can then just be under the like assumption that she talks about like talks about that like talks like that about that stuff with anyone and mm-hmm. you can just like brush it off like, oh, I didn't think it was a big thing. We barely knew each other and you were telling me about it. Right. I think for me personally, it's not a situation that I would intervene on. But that's because, like you said, we're roommates. We're not friends. Yeah. Um, if if it was a situation where I was friends with both parties, I might say something. But, like, you're not friends with the roommate and you're not friends with the roommate's boyfriend. So why would you get involved? No. Like, yeah. I, I, I would only get involved if I was like friends with both of those people because then I would be having the conversation with the roommate and being like hey that's not really appropriate to be telling me about your boyfriend and then being like to the boyfriend hey just as an FYI it just doesn't sound like your relationship's going as well as maybe you think it is so maybe y'all need to have a conversation yeah just a strange conversation it would be a really strange conversation but like again though I I would literally only butt into that situation if I was friends with both of the people in that situation. No, I don't understand why this next one is tagged as not safe for work. I don't either. Because the question is, if you signed up for a learning course, would you rather be referred to as learners or students and why? I don't. I don't understand. Apparently, there's a bunch of people in the comments who feel very strongly about being called students instead of learners. Um, I don't understand what the problem is with being somebody who learns. Because that's literally what you're doing. See, I'm the opposite. I would rather be called a learner. Like, Because, like me, I feel like student is very, like a little demeaning I don't care either way (laughs) I don't understand why this is a thing that people would be concerned about this is this this is the same kind of topic that I don't understand as the toilet paper conversation (laughs) yeah of like which direction should the toilet paper be facing 
what what does it matter as long as you're still getting the toilet paper yeah that's kind of how i feel about this it's like what does it matter but also i'm i'm discovering that i feel that way about a lot of different things including like loading the dishwasher why does there have to be a specific way that everybody has to follow to load the dishwasher it's a free-for-all. If it fits, it goes in. <laughs> I'm going to say you're wrong there because there is a specific way that if you load it, your your dishes won't get clean. Like there is a specific way to load your dishwasher to increase the efficiency of your dishwasher and improve the cleanliness of your, your dishes once they've been ran through the dishwasher. So you're wrong with that one. I totally agree with the other ones. <laughs> But that one, there's scientifically proven a correct way. <laughs> Not the science. <laughs> Not the bringing in the scientifically proven. It is scientifically proven that if you load your dishwasher a specific way, the dishes get cleaner. So I will give you the other ones. But that one is wrong. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's kind of I don't understand why there's a big preference between one or the other. I personally would rather be called a learner than a student because I feel like student to me seems juvenile and a little like a sub you're you're basically being told you're a subordinate where I would rather be a peer of my instructor and like be learning from someone that is kind of in the same level as me because I want the knowledge that they have I don't necessarily think that they're better than me I also don't think that I'm better than them. I just think I want the knowledge that they're trying to give to me. I don't understand where these people are coming from, where they're saying it doesn't seem official um, or it sounds pretentious. Yeah, the pretentious part, I'm like, I don't. OK, I don't understand, but OK. I mean, like, what is it? Um, academic. That sounds if I was if I was referred to as an academic. Academic, is that what it is? Academic. Academic, thank you. If I was referred to as an academic, I could see where that would be pretentious sounding. But learner, I don't think. Like, everyone's a learner. Everyone's a learner. We're all learning. That's how this works. Yeah. And I could also be coming from it from, like, would you rather be called an employee or a learner? Because for me, I would rather call someone a learner in a situation where I'm training them something or instructing a class. Mm -hmm. And not an employee, because in that instance, they're learn they're learners. They're not employees to me. They're learners. They're people that are trying to understand something or gain knowledge that they didn't previously have. <clears throat> right. But that's just me. <clears throat> and that was the last question that we had from Reddit. And then I came up with a question that I included. That is, what is something that you lied about in the past that you think is hilarious now when you think about it? Hmm. And I can think of something specific for me. Okay. I used to tell people that I was a test tube baby. Oh my God. I remember that. All the time. Because I thought it was funny. <laughs> I also used to tell people, like, if they ever asked me what my ethnicity was, I would just say yes. <laughs> I, am all, I am all the ethnicities. <laughs> Oh Am God. I Asian? Potentially. Am I Russian? There might be some Russian in there. It's like um, Schrodinger's cat. Is it alive or is it dead? Is that right? Schrodinger's? Yes, Schrodinger's. Schrodinger's cat. Yes. You don't know unless you look it up. And I'm never going to look it up. So <laughs> who knows? I could be Hispanic. I could be from my ancestry. Could be from Latin. Latin. Or from Spain. I don't know. I'll never know. <laughs> so I just like to treat it that I am all the ethnicities and I would like to celebrate all of them. There you go. Um, I guess the... I'm such a bad liar, though. Um, I, and I was talking about this the other day, too, of that... I can lie to a stranger because I don't know them and they don't know me. So therefore they don't know that I'm a bad liar. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like anybody who's known me for more than five minutes can tell if I'm lying or not. Cause I'm really bad at it. Yeah. Um, I've only successfully pulled off one lie to my mother. 
And it was that you're a good person. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) No, I never told my mother I was a good person. Um, She she knows differently. (laughs) She she knows anyway. (laughs) Um, No, it it was, I, I lied to my mother and told her that we were, um, that my, an ex-friend and I were someplace that we were not. Oh. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's hilarious. I tell that story fairly often now, but it happened when I was like 16 or 17. So, of course I tell that story now. It's been almost 20 years. <laughs> Oh my god, that hurt me. That hurt me to say. Oh. <laughs> oh. So I have I have another um segment that's kind of similar to the turn of phrase. Um, but instead of like talking about a phrase, it's comebacks. Okay. So I have a comeback and it goes, I don't have the time or the crayons for you right now. Oh my god. No, sorry. I don't have the time or the crayons to explain this to you. So it's like, it's a fun comeback. It's hilarious. I love it. It burns them a little bit. (laughs) You know, just a little. And I just have a few of those. So that's, that's the first one. But we will continue with that on next, for the next week's topic, or next week's episode too. Woot woot. Um, what do you have going on this weekend? Um, I'm going to a haunted house tomorrow. Um, and then I work Sunday and I've got some school stuff I would have to get finished. My, this is my, so Sunday is my last day for my, um, humanities class. Hmm. So, um, I'm pretty excited about that. I am almost halfway through my last class. Nice. After this week, I will have, after Wednesday, I will have three weeks left and then I'm done. Woot, woot. Um, well, this weekend, thank you for asking, Sarah. Ryan and I (laughs) actually have plans. (laughs) So we are, yeah. So Sunday, if it doesn't rain, I, I, I haven't looked, but last Ryan looked, he said it wasn't supposed to rain. Um, but Sunday... We are going to go apple picking. Aw, I love that. I haven't been apple picking in ages. I haven't either. The last time I went apple picking, um, one of Kristen's kids was a baby still. So, Oh, dang. That was a long time ago. No, not that, that was a long, long time ago. ago. He's like eight now. Yeah, that's a long time ago. I think time is relative. <laughs> I mean somewhat same time's weird people keep telling me that time is actually a mathematical concept and i'm like over here going time is made up time is a construct tear it apart yep time like gender is a construct, it's a construct. tear it apart <laughs> I agree. oh my gosh so i don't know what it was this week this week but monday for some reason i had it and i said this in the the chat the group chat with you and sam um, in my brain and all day, almost several days this week, I was saying in a, and I'm not going to do it now, a Jennifer Coolidge voice, an apple a day may keep the doctor away, but what does it do for the syphilis? I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. I was eating an apple at the time, and for some reason, it just smacked into my head. But I said it several times that day and several times throughout the week. But an apple a day may keep the doctor away. But what does it do for the syphilis? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I mean, nobody knows. And the reason, like, my brain went, well, you need an apple. Even if you eat an apple, you still need a doctor. So. Even though an apple a day may keep the doctor away for small things, you still need a doctor. It's true. It's true. You you do still technically need a doctor. You do it. All right. Well, you, you want to call it a podcast? Yeah, I think we can call it a podcast. All right. So thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. If you like the episode, please give it a like comment and make sure you follow and subscribe and leave a review in apple podcast spotify or wherever you listen as this will help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow 
Feel free to follow us on social media. Our Instagram, Twitter, and threads handle is at nowaboutthatpod. And if there's a specific topic you would like us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail or send us a text message. Our phone number is 765-557-4170. Again, thanks for listening. And we hope you have a great week as this will be coming out on Monday. Sarah, enjoy your weekend. Have fun at the haunted house. Yes, thank you. You have fun apple picking. Alrighty. Bye, everybody. Bye.